Hi, welcome to Unsolicited with Jenny and Mary. We're a podcast containing mostly intelligent thoughts on things that may or may not matter. I'm Jenny Ewell. I'm Mary O'Regan. And this podcast, we are going to cover a few topics. Uh, hopefully, we won't take too much of your time this evening, but we have a lot to say. Um, as usual. First, yeah, as usual. <laughs> uh, go figure. We can't um, shut up. <laughs> first topic, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, bras, um, sizing, maybe share a couple of uh, embarrassing stories. Um, maybe our male listeners will, will learn some things about yeah, the struggle. You know, the mystery yeah. of the mystery, the mystery of the bras. allure, yeah, and and all of that, and how we keep things under control, so to speak, <laughs> or um, let them go free, or let them go free, <laughs> free them, as, as some people do. Good for them, bitches. Anyway, um, <laughs> and then uh, I meant that in a nice way. And then um, we're gonna hit upon um, what we're calling workplace unpleasantries. Mm-hmm. So things that don't create. Um, Maybe make it harder to spend, you know, eight plus hours in, in your, at your workplace. Um, yeah, it's just annoying. Yeah. Annoying stuff or just things you wish you could change, but realize won't. Yeah. Um, or, you know, sometimes people do affect change. Uh, Mary might have a story about that, I think. I do. Okay. Um, and then lastly, uh, Clothing trends. Now, this is a really broad topic that we're throwing out there, but we both um, love style. And I hate to say that we love fashion because fashion always makes it sound like you're like, oh, I love the latest and greatest, which that's <laughs> part it's of true. it. I mean, that's part of it, of course. But um, but also it's about style, you know, personal style and just things that we like and things that we definitely don't like. Um, and I think we're going to have a whole lot to say about that. We are probably, it'll we're go pretty long. <laughs> and yep. This is one topic that thoughts. we have a lot of opinions. On. <laughs> um, okay. So bras, bras, I, when we were discussing what to talk about, um, well, we both realized out. that we have some pretty embarrassing stories yes. when it comes to bras. I mean, I think this all started from talking about, bra sizes and shopping and yes. the difficulties in this with our friends Leslie and Becca who we talked talked to interviewed in our last podcast yes um but yeah just sort of so one of the things that I realized in the last few years before we get into embarrassing stories you can tell I'm putting that off <laughs> um <laughs> one of the things I realized in the last few years so I had been wearing the totally wrong bra size for forever um I thought I was a smaller cup size than I am. And I thought I think I was that's a, usually what happens, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I thought I was a larger band size than I am. And I even did the thing where I like tried to do all the measurements that you see online and everything. And like I, at home? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yep. Um, and I apparently got it not completely wrong, but I was off like um, by enough that um, it was actually um, uncomfortable for the bras that I was wearing. Like they weren't fitting correctly and they were like, I would have straps that dug in or like the back would ride up and I was having, um, back and shoulder pain. And even like, sometimes I would feel like one of my arms was kind of falling asleep almost. Damn girl. I know. I think it's cause the strap was digging in. So I would be like, I'm having a stroke. <laughs> it's really your boobs are just trying to kill you. My boobs are trying to kill me. Thanks. Boobs. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I, and I, it's funny, I think I probably talked to Laura about this, our very good friend, Laura, who mm-hmm. will always come up in our podcast, probably, because um, yep. she's the voice of eternal reason and good sense. <laughs> it's true. Um, she really is. Uh, and uh, she was like, go get sized, go get sized. And I was like, man, I don't want to, I don't want to have to like take my shirt off in front of somebody, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But I finally went to, to Nordstrom, which, you know, there's lots of places, not lots, but there's places where you can get sized other than Nordstrom, but they, they are pretty great and they have people that are dedicated to doing that Mm -hmm. and it was like so chill like the lady was super nice I didn't feel uncomfortable at all even though I'm like kind of like one of those like oh don't look at my naked body kind of people right (laughs) um and yeah she was so cool and she like sized me right away brought me like several different bras and granted bras are kind of pricey and this is one where you if you can like you kind of got to shell out a little bit of dough i mean it's worth it if you think about it though you're wearing this thing like every day it's closest it's closer to you than your own shirt yes you know yes and the and the comfort level once you get correctly sized and have a good a well-fitting bra is major it's major so huge Uh, 
so yeah, so I got sized and then I found like this one particular bra. It's <laughs> crazy. It's like there's one bra that I like, one Notori bra. Wow. Um, and I have it in like four different colors, four or five different colors. I try to like rotate, you know, hand wash them like every you other hand week. wash them. You have to. That's amazing. These are like, dude. Okay, so I don't. I wanna, know that like, I'm supposed to, but I just don't do it. I put I it in. A, I put it in a little mesh bag, and that's like my charity, like yeah, that I'm giving it, to the bra, and the, but I can't hand wash it. I feel I just like can't. the kind of support that my bras give me doesn't fare well in the wash. Mm. I have to wear underwire. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have to have like foam to like prevent any sort of like what were you talking about earlier headlights headlights um, yep <laughs> turn <laughs> like, them off yeah like I need the the you know I'm not wearing like necessarily like cross your heart playtex bras yet <laughs> yet give me another 15 years <laughs> but um but yeah like I have to be super gentle with them um but now that I have these this particular bra I'm just like woohoo like I love it feels good looks good nice. they're like you know, they're in the place where they're supposed to be. <laughs> I always heard that that place is supposed to be like where they're where they like point is supposed to be exactly halfway between your elbow and your shoulder. So I try to aim for that when I'm looking in the I'm checking in the mirror. Are you looking right <laughs> well, it's now? So crazy. What kind? <laughs> it's so crazy because like, do you remember like when you look at like, m- like Anne Margaret movies from the 60s and those crazy ass like not quite the Gautier bra, Gautier bra of like Madonna era, but like yeah. those crazy, almost conical, like yeah, conical slash comical. Oh yeah, like like I can you imagine like a woman wearing something <laughs> today? It would be like whoa. I lady. mean, it's especially weird that it was so prevalent in like the fifties and stuff when it was like more conservative and women were not as sexually liberated that their boobs I were so maybe- like fierce. <laughs> Yeah, they like literally fierce, like poke your eye out fierce. <laughs> really aggressive breasts. <laughs> aggressive. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's because like the other stuff that they were wearing was generally pretty covered up. So it was sort yeah. of like, you know, that because there's so many. I feel like even when like even Victorian era, like there were always sexualized outfits. You know, there's always some right. sort of a woman's outfit that was vaguely or not vaguely sexualized. True. But, like flappers, you know, they were like sort of boyish in their figures, but they, they the skirts were really short or they were showing their yeah, arms, which sure. was kind of revolutionary and for sexual. Sure. But yeah. Um, so is this is this where we tell our embarrassing bra stories? Yes, I will quickly <laughs> point out that I have um, the opposite situation from you in that I <laughs> I am a small bosomed lady and I am always looking for the most minimal support i know this is insane this is insane so jealous well i don't have some of the advantages that a full bosom does in that like i can't fill out like half the dresses i try on or like i don't get to have the option of like oh how much cleavage do i want to show today or none that's not really part of the (laughs) equation for me so it's more just like how can i find a bra that like is basically like wearing two flaps of fabric like connected with like some string and (laughs) I even have a bra that I bought it's a triangle bra but it had lace scallops like along the like border of the bra Mm -hmm. and I took some scissors and I cut off the scallops because I wanted to be able to wear a really low scoop neck t-shirt and you could still see the scallops. And so now this bra that already was a tiny triangle bra that I think I bought on like urban outfitters. So basically like a teenager store and then cut off some of the fabric. So it's basically like, like three or four inches of bra connected with some straps. And I just wear that when I'm trying to essentially just like flatten the nipples and like get away with wearing a t-shirt. But, um, but I did, I did buy my first, um, I'm not sure if this is the technical term or not, but cutlet, little like You did buy the cutlet. Insert, yeah, that you can put inside a bra if you want to be able to fill out the nice dress that you just bought. And I I specifically had been talking about this um, in regards to a dress that I just bought to wear to a wedding next weekend. And I tried it on. I put the cutlets inside my bra, tried on the dress, and I did fill out the top better. But I felt like I looked like I gained weight, which, (laughs) yes, I had in that there was now like some silicone inserts in there. But I felt weird about like, I don't want to be bigger 
you know, I don't know. It just yeah. felt weird. So I took them out and I'm not going to wear them. I, you know, and, and I saw the dress and, and how you felt like you weren't quite feeling it. And I didn't think it was that noticeable. So I'm hoping. I, yeah. But I, 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 I mean, I get that. Like if you're used to your body looking a certain way, like it was weird, especially, especially because like you're very, you know, y- you work out a lot and you're like really good about making sure that you like you maintain like the way that your body looks. I try. Whereas me, I'm like, depending on the week and how much wine I've had, I'm sort of like, <laughs> I guess I'll wear that sack dress again. <laughs> I um, don't think you, you don't ever look wildly different in size though. You're not, you're not somebody who see, you look, I'm you really good seem at, like you're just thin all the time. Uh, no, I'm really good at covering it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, my covering embarrassing my bra problems. story is um I uh when I was first dating oh. my fiance this was like 10 years ago um I I was you know young like in my 20s didn't I very you know free spirited um didn't like put a whole bunch of worth into things that were expensive like bras and um I can't remember when when it happened but I think he like gave me a bra as a gift for Christmas or something. And I was just like, why? (laughs) Yeah. Like I thought it was a little strange and he was like, so you don't have to keep wearing those old bras of your mother's. And I realized that I had indeed told him that I was wearing my mother's old bras that were like 20 years old and were basically just like this formless kind of like loose fitting, like (laughs) nineties, it was just really sad. They were all like kind of worn and from your mom or yeah. Like, were I don't, they gifted I don't, to you? Or did she you must just, like, have just given them like, to you? I think, I think, well, I think that when I was still living at my parents' house in like a little bit after college, I probably just took some because <laughs> would, they would be in the laundry and it was just like, oh, I'm just going to, here's a bra that I'll wear now. And my mother didn't seem to notice or care and well that's a sweet mom i know she's very she was nice, probably like but... please take it i want to buy a new one <laughs> <laughs> but i finally eventually did one day go in and get fitted and buy like a bra that actually had some shape to it and a you know a wire and maybe a little push-up and i have some proper bras now but i don't properly care for them so well that's... i mean as long as you feel okay with the care you're giving them eh, I'm i won't fine judge with it. you <laughs> honestly my biggest problem with bras right now is that the band stretches out like crazy after a few months does that happen to you well that's when you well so the thing that you're supposed to do is when you first get them you put them on the lowest wow. the, hook right wait do you mean the widest hook yes yes so you, when you get them you should and then as so i've been going a size go, smaller in the band because i want to put it on the widest hook and That's then I fine. slowly have to put it on slower hooks, but it's hard because at uh, first, yeah. when it's when it's a bra size smaller, it like hurts to wear because well, it's don't know so if tight. That's great. No, it's good but. though because now I've only been wearing this new bra for like a month, and it already is a sp- size too small, and now is finally starting to like fit me. Wow, that's weird. I just needed to stretch it out with my rib cage, I guess, for like a month. Doesn't that hurt? <laughs> it only hurt the first like week, and then I stopped <laughs> noticing it. But I need to break it in. It's like shoes. You got to break it in. I don't know if bras are supposed to be like shoes, but I'm just going to let you roll with that because you sound like you got a plan. (laughs) I'm trying. Um, Okay. So really quickly. So my embarrassing bra story. um, I love this. So I, (laughs) I, I was a very, let's say um, I was a, I was sort of a late bloomer in terms of just understanding any kind of like womanly stuff. Yeah. Um, I didn't really, like makeup or or just anything sort of any sort of grooming some kinds of hygiene like I mean I didn't like I didn't like walk around smelling I think Were you a tomboy then basically uh I was I mean kind of a tomboy but I mean I was goth too okay. so and I just sort of I don't know I just didn't really understand what was going on and like wasn't comfortable asking like my female friends and you know yeah. I guess or my mom like hey like how do you do this? Or what's that all about? <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I didn't really, I, I didn't wear bras at all. Um, and which is not to say that I didn't have big ish boobs, but right. a lot of the time it was just kind of covered up or whatever. But then like, um, in my like late teens, early twenties, I still wasn't wearing them. But at this point I was sort of maybe like wearing more, you know, t-shirts and that kind of thing, mm-hmm. which 
if those you had, headlights were on is what we, we're saying <laughs> exactly they were on if like had, high full blast like if you had, yeah it was you had the beam. brights on <laughs> exactly yeah so if you have like reasonably sized boobs and you're not wearing a bra with like t-shirts and stuff yeah it's not really it's it, it can be a little awkward and um unfortunately the person that had to let me know that i needed to start covering up was my younger brother wow um who he's wow. he's five years younger than me and so he probably would have been in his like mid to late probably like mid-teens and Amazing. we were uh, wise for being a younger brother yeah super wise like he he was always more like he was always more advanced than me like you know like he he was dating girls like at, at, at his age I was like oh, I don't know boys what <laughs> um but uh but yeah, he had to take me aside at some family function and let me know that he was tired of me basically walking around without a bra on and potentially <laughs> wearing like, you know, like white V-neck t-shirts right. and just kind of, oh my God. he was like, I'm, I'm over this, I'm over <laughs> this for other people. Uh-huh. And he, I just remember him being like, you need to start wearing a bra. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God. Cause I had no idea. I was totally no clueless. Wow. Right. I don't know how. I don't really understand how I was that clueless, but I was. Yeah. So, yeah. From I mean, if nobody on, tells you like, and you just kind of don't deal with it. You <laughs> and, you're, just, and you're just kind of like, woo. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so, yeah, that was that was the day that that was the day that changed everything in terms of undergarments for me. I definitely started wearing a bra or, you know, be I was hyper aware at that point of like making sure like. You know, even now, if I happen to be like not wearing a bra at home or something, and I lean over, I so, will sort of like grasp like my my shirt, you know, to make oh sure that God, I'm not, it, like, this changed you. Are this made your you brother, like? Wow, if your brother takes you aside and tells you this, <laughs> it's gonna change you. Yeah, Trust I guess me. so. Oh man, scarring. You're sure. slightly more boob conscious because of your little brother. Oh, I slightly is an understatement. <laughs> I'm highly boob conscious. <laughs> wow, man. Yeah. So there we go. Okay, there we are. Stuff. Um, yeah, oh, ladies, one other, one other. Th- oh, yeah. One other thing that I bought also was, um, in case I decide to go braless at any point in time, I thought it would be wise to have um, little nipple stickers. Pedals. You got the pedals. Pedals. Yes, I got pedals. Is that what they're called? Pedals. I think I think that's actually maybe even like a brand name. Okay, I'm not like, sure. I think if they that's make the some brand that, that I bought, like but flower petals. I haven't tried them yet. I can't return them if I don't like them. But they were only like fifteen dollars, so we'll see. But Did I do you? have like I, I remember last summer it was like eighty million degrees here in Seattle, and I wanted to wear this like silk camisole and nothing else because that was the only thing that I could bear to put on my skin. It was so hot. <laughs> And I remember it just looked bad with a bra because there's you can see all the straps and stuff. And I didn't have a strapless bra, and so I was dreaming of nipple covers basically. And now I finally have some, so I'm ready for this summer if the heat comes. I just feel like though you're so lucky because you can wear these like these beautiful lightweight bras that have like thin straps, and like you can wear them in like bright colors. Like the straps that I have, like. I think like an eighth of an inch or I'm bad with measurements, but like I will never be able to wear a bra that has delicate straps. You know, I'll never be able to wear like a beautiful, like lacy bra that like looks good. Like you're good. You wear like, sometimes you'll wear like a black bra with like a white shirt, right? Like do that sort of. I kind of don't really, maybe I should more, but I don't really do any, I don't really show my bras through shirts at all. Maybe I should try that this summer, but like, I don't really, I don't really do it. I don't Mm. know. There are definitely upsides and downsides. I wish I could better fill out this new dress that I'm wearing next weekend, but I also love that I can wear a low cut t-shirt and it's not like pornographic. Yes. That's, that's how I feel. I feel like I'm being, (laughs) without, without meaning to, I feel like I'm being provocative because I'm just like, Hey, here they are. I don't think that you should think that. And I think that women who show cleavage, I'm like, cool, go on with yourself. That's awesome. Rock and roll. Like, why not? I I just don't feel comfortable. And like, no, like, you know, no disparaging women who do because go for it. Like, great. I just, I'm always just like, oh yeah, there they are. Okay. <laughs> Maybe because you've had them bit. your whole life, you're like a little disenchanted. I guess. 
I don't know. <laughs> anyway, well, we have just talked about bras for 20 <laughs> full minutes. So maybe we should uh, move on to some workplace unpleasantries. Ugh, yes. Let's start in the Where kitchen. Where do you want to start? Let's start oh, in the let's, kitchen. Let's start in the kitchen. Let's take I a tour. Want two of my most annoying things that drive me nuts at work is when people treat the kitchen like it is their own personal kitchen <laughs> and that they can just like leave their dishes out especially people who leave their dishes to quote unquote soak okay let's just think about this for a minute if every single person on the floor decided they needed to soak a bowl would we even have a sink anymore we would not we would have a mountain <laughs> of bowls so why do you think that your bowl gets to soak and nobody else's does Everybody else is refraining well, from bowl soaking and you think you get to not cool person. So that's I, really I will annoying. say <laughs> I will say that I feel like so if you actually have like the baked on crap in your bowl and you Scrub really need shit. to soak it. Well, sometimes that shit gets a little like I have to, like, a square bowl, which is a very hard thing to, to to scrub and I eat oatmeal and I still manage to like work it and like just wash it right away i don't know or like put water in it and bring it back to your desk or something but like soak it at your desk soak it at your desk maybe you should make a sign that says soak it at your desk (laughs) (laughs) yes basically Um, I, i think you're right though about like how a lot of times it probably has to do with somebody like eating something at their desk and then not and letting it like dry on yeah and then bringing it back i've totally but no i i i don't have a problem with soaking as long as you really come back i feel yeah. like a lot of people will be like i'm soaking this and then they leave just forever. like totally for completely forget about it um but yeah dishes in the sink is just like come on this isn't like it's ridiculous it's not something we're not your roommates have to worry god about. forbid and Sorry when people, for them when people put dishes in the sink it prevents the people who want to wash their dishes from using the sink to do so it's just terrible all around I have been the one in my office who has made the sign and put it over the sink that says, please do not leave your dishes here. Everybody ignores <laughs> the sign. <laughs> um, I tried. Speaking speaking of signs. Yes. Uh, are, I, so I recently started a new job and it's, um, it's a green building, right? Love that. And, but the weird thing is, is that the way they designed it, at least for our, our, offices which take up part of the building not all of the building they only provided compost like designated like tagged you know like labeled compost on one floor one floor's kitchen of the whole building area. but yeah, well not, not the whole building but just the floors that we occupy so it's i oh. think it's like four four or five floors maybe just four floors so that's weird but then but then like my first day you know they showed me our little kitchenette like on our floor yeah and they were like you know we don't have like we don't have a labeled compost but we asked them to let us have two waste baskets that are lined with the compost bags you know yeah which are which are which are clearly compost bags because if i mean maybe for people who don't live in the seattle city limits or king county city limits where i believe it's mandatory to compost mm-hmm. you you know what those bags look like you have to compost yeah they're like green or something yeah they're like this sort of muted green mm-hmm. um just today i went to compost my you know container my lunch container and i found i found girl scout cookie t- like plastic container Ugh. wrapper i found like another like a plastic bag all in the uh. compost and I'm just like, I'm like, oh God, I'm going to be that person who's not even been here for three months. And I am totally, I think by week's end, I'm probably going to make a sign that says like, this is compost. You definitely and should I'm make like, a sign. If there's no sign, then people should, I mean, I, I can't fully so- blame them for putting their trash in there if there's no, there's no sign. I mean, I get that like yeah, recognizing yes. the the liner, but like if people aren't paying attention or they're moving fast or something or maybe they're new or i don't know maybe they aren't from here like if this is wisconsin or something like they i don't think that they have composting in like that's a good point you know i think a sign would be really helpful immediately know that in seattle you have to compost but i have wanted to make a sign that's not just because we already have a sign that clearly is you know where the compost is in my building but we don't have a sign that says here's what you can compost Here's what you cannot mm. compost. And I think <laughs> the biggest miss is that people aren't composting paper towels. 
Nobody, oh, really? people don't compost those. I see tons of paper towels in the trash and it's like, dudes, the trash is next to the compost. <laughs> Put it one inch over. You can compost that. I think a lot of people, they're trying not to pollute the compost, which is great, but they aren't putting totally compostable stuff into the compost. Do you, are you, are you like me? Well, not all the time, but today I finally broke where you, if you see stuff in the trash, or stuff in the compost that is trash, you, you do a transfer. I know you're really like germ aware. So I am germ aware, but I have done that before because it breaks my heart. Yes. If yes. it's easy I've, to grab and stuff, like I will do it. Yeah. I've actually like, I forget who it was, but somebody that we both used to work with, I forget who, but I think somebody was going to like throw out their banana peel and I was like, get that out of the trash. You, like, tack- <laughs> like dive tackled them. Yeah. <laughs> like, I will take that into the compost bin for you. Um, speaking of people who do things for others and speaking of work kitchens, I know several people at work who will, when they see a bowl that's just sitting in the sink at work, they will clean it yeah. and set it aside. Wow. Talk about like workplace angel. I would never do that, but like bless them for doing that. This is going to sound vaguely sexist and are they are they moms? Uh, uh women, not moms. Mm. Okay. But Just that curious. would I mean that would, you know, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Moms, man. Moms. Um, okay. Doing shit for other people all the time. <laughs> other workplace unpleasantries. Let's move to the bathroom. Let's mm, mm-hmm. not. The bathroom. The bathroom. Yep. There are many <sighs> so, things that can help a work bathroom be so much better than it is. So many things. So many and, things. And I know that squatty potties aren't something that we can really have in workplace bathrooms. <laughs> what is that? I've never what? even heard of that. That sounds like a child's, like a training toilet. Squatty Mary. potty? What is that? Oh, my God. Mary. Why don't I know? A squatty potty is a plastic um, accessory okay. that it goes with, it sort of wraps around the base of your toilet so that you have to elevate your legs you put your feet on it and it sort of brings your knees up to a position where you're more naturally what using the bathroom for a number two what um, it it unbends your colon what so everything oh girl oh my god I did not know this was a thing in I real didn't life know that you didn't know about squatty potties whoa whoa um, yeah it's Is supposed that to really a good thing one, for your body a, a, a friend of ours have who happens one? to be male and have a reddish beard <gasps> says that it's life-changing. No! Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, but, again, there, it, it's not – It's we're not going to have those in, in workplace bathrooms. No. <laughs> but, I don't uh, think so. But he should bring his own and just, like, carry it, ar- carry it around. <laughs> when he starts that new job next week, he just shows up. That would be such a sort of, like, territorial, like, Amazing. you know how Amy would bring her lamp around to yeah. different temp jobs? Yeah. It would be he'd just show up and he'd be like, I brought my squatty potty. I'm ready. <laughs> I could almost see that as being, like, a male dominance thing. Because it's only really happening in the male restroom and, like... Just like forcing other males to like be okay with what you're doing. <laughs> Oy. You're like you know what's happening in this stall, this squatty potty. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just so things that can make workplace bathrooms better. First of all, we've had endless conversations about this. Um, some some work bathrooms are dead silent, unbelievably which, painful. Which is silent. just, I mean. It's just so uncomfortable, like no Awful. matter what you're doing in there. The worst thing ever. You, you know, you're just, it's it's already awkward enough, especially if you're having to like, you know, again, like use the bathroom or as my boyfriend and I say, own the bathroom. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, <laughs> you just own that bathroom so good, honey. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, we say that, especially when we have to... Um, I mean, basically, like, take a dump in, um, in a public restroom, especially, like, a, you know, an establishment's restroom. Yeah. Like, we'll be like, oh, man, I just owned that bathroom. That. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, like, white noise or, yes. or ambient noise or as you, yep. you rectified, rectified. Jenny and I were coworkers. <laughs> you and... rectified the situation at um, a workplace bathroom, bathroom that we shared. Yes. Not at the same time all the time, but, you know, <laughs> <Occasionally>. both <worked> <laughs> 
but we it, we moved to a new building, right? And like I think one of the first things that we noticed was like it was dead silent in the bathroom, which was in stark contrast to the rest of the floor because the rest of the floor has a white noise machine that's just kind of going all the time. And so on one of our thrifting trips, I picked up a little radio and brought it to the office, put it in the bathroom, turned it on just like whatever public radio station. And it caused a little bit of like drama around the floor for a little bit, right? Like everybody was wondering like who put it there. I had a really fun time not telling anybody that I did. Or like sometimes (laughs) I'd go in and someone would have turned it off and I'd turn it right back on. Yes. There was kind of a battle happening. Like some people didn't like it and like, and then it was like what station do we land on and I'm sure everybody that came up from different floors thought it was really strange because no other floor in that entire building has a radio in the bathroom and you guys occupy like what like I don't know 10 floors 11 floors in that building more than that I think yeah and that floor was the only is the only one that has a radio in it yep it definitely is and you know what it makes all the difference it it is so much more pleasant to go in there and use the restroom when you're not having to hear like somebody's bowels making noise which and you know know, on the other end of the spectrum i keep saying things that i realize sound really horrible on the other end but um but (laughs) but if you're in there and you're having to make those noises it's nice to know that you know maybe a dj or like you know michael jackson is singing over what you're doing (laughs) exactly making it less uncomfortable for you and everyone else in that bathroom very much so Uh, so yeah i'm a huge fan of that um another thing that drives me crazy which i recently encountered at this new building um so i went in there and um once a month thereabouts ladies have this thing that happens what uh yeah, it's called menstruation. Whoa. Menses. And they <laughs> they um there are various, you know, a few various products that women use to to keep this to stem the fl- the flood as it were. You got to stem um, it. Yeah. And I go in so, you know, we 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 carry like little bags of stuff with us mm-hmm. sometimes. And I go in there during that time of the month and I'm like there's no there's no shelving in this stall. Ugh. There's not even like a little outcropping. There's there's nothing. There, the only thing I had in there to like suspend anything was a goddamn uh, like a hook, like a you know coat or like right. handbag. That's hook. not gonna help it's, with a pouch. That's like three to four feet away from where I need to be oh. in order to to make the change. <laughs> no good to make the change. That is no good. That's right? just like poor design. And I'm and I you know I don't want to sound like I'm a man hater, but I'm in there and I'm like a dude designed this. Oh yeah, a dude was didn't oh, even yeah. think about the fact that guess what? Like you need women need a spot to put their goddamn works kit for their lady times. Jenny, the next time that we go thrifting, <laughs> we should pull a rogue radio and we should get you a rogue uh, shelf to install install that in that bathroom i mean even if it's just like a tiny shelf or like i bet amazon has some sort of like sticky shelf thing where you there's like an adhesive and you can just like tear off the adhesive (laughs) and stick it to the side of the wall there's got to be something this i should totally do that i and then then get in complete trouble i'll just like, I don't know what happened. I don't think you would get in trouble, though, because, like, I, I didn't get in trouble for the radio. People just start to love it when they realize that it's there to help them. You know, people, you know, are weirded out at first that something has changed in their environment that they're used to. But then once it, they start to get used to it and they realize that it actually provides a benefit, like drowning out the awful noises or being a little shelf for your stuff. I think that yeah. I think people would really appreciate it. My, I don't want to put my stuff on the floor. You should not have to. That is an indignity. It's a bathroom floor. Yeah, not okay. I knew a woman who refused to ever put her purse on the floor in any like situation ever. Yeah, I don't think you should have to. I don't to. love doing it. I'll do it, but I don't love doing it. Sometimes you don't have a yeah, choice. I was just yeah. kind of like, what the what? Mm-hmm. True. Agreed. All right, there but it you. still feels a little bit grody. I think you should get a rogue shelf. I'm just saying. I might actually do that this weekend. Think about it. Think about You've it. You've kind of inspired me. <laughs> do it like one particular stall, the special yeah, stall. Yeah, and then that's the where the one where you always know it is. And yeah, you only really need one. To, <laughs> could you imagine like I put it in there and then I go in one time and like somebody's in there and I'm just waiting. Yeah, I mean. Come, what are you waiting for? It, I want the know, shelf stall. 
Exactly. I think that's perfectly reasonable. I need the shelf stall. Um, all right. So the next thing that this was actually a listener request. Um, listener Hillary, dear Hillary, uh, would like us to talk about something that is near and dear to our hearts. And that is workplace air conditioning. <sighs> oh, my God. Don't even get me started. What is the deal? Why is it colder in the summer than it is in the winter? I don't know. This is real. I will say, for the record, I am not a fan. And, you know, I can hear Eric right now saying like, well, when in Houston, it's goddamn hot. And like, <laughs> Our friend Eric. Totally understand that. The very hot South. Yes. Totally understand that. But, but even I so, like, I bet uh, I'd want to wear sweaters inside in Houston because too much air conditioning. After a while. Yeah. It's so frustrating. You want to wear your cute like sundress and your sleeveless shirt and stuff. And you just end up having to throw on a sweater every single day. So the thing that then the reason that Hillary was like, maybe you should talk about this. She I believe um, she had like referenced an article that was talking about um, once again, men Mm -hmm. and how they have sort of set this sort of this rule. There's this like, I don't know if edict is the right word, but this this standard, that's a better word of of what the temperature should be based on the comfortableness of men. Yep. Um, men who typically, not in all office, pl- you know, office places or business places, but typically will wear much more clothing, even in the even at the height of summer. Oh yeah, I have which, several male coworkers who are wearing like a button-up shirt, like uh, a hoodie, and then like a suit jacket over that in summer, which is. A, insane. I mean, I will give them the benefit of the doubt. I don't know if they feel like they need to, main in order to maintain professionalism, they need to be yeah. wearing more clothes. And I know it's harder for them. Shorts are something that's pretty frowned upon for men right. to wear yeah. to work, which I think is yeah. kind of ridiculous. It's not fair. It's not fair. It's totally not fair. Um, but... But still, it's just like, come on. Like, the fact that... So, like, you at work, at your job, you have... um, You, you have basically a... You have a slanket, right? Like I do have a slanket at my desk. For the longest time, I had two slankets, and I gave one of them away. And for those of you who are not aware, a slanket is a wonderful thing that is a blanket with sleeves. So you basically put it on like a hospital gown, like you stick your arms through it, and then you just lay it upon yourself and get super warm and cozy. And it's wonderful. And they were designed, I think, just to be worn like at home when you're on the couch watching a movie and want like your hands free to eat popcorn. But turns out it is a wonderful thing to wear at your desk when you're freezing and you need your hands free so that you can be sitting there typing. It is lovely. I have also at times worn my slanket and had a space heater going underneath (laughs) my desk. Usually this happens in summertime. You would think it would be the dead of winter. Oh, no, it is summertime. And it's because I'm wearing a dress that is appropriate for the wedding, the weather outside. And meanwhile, I'm freezing my butt off inside. Totally not cool. I recently, though, have had to retire my space heater because I got a note from building management saying I had um, I had left my space heater on overnight accidentally. Yeah, they don't like <laughs> And that. they were very upset with me and left me a note. And I totally get it. Huge fire risk. Like, not cool. I have not turned my space heater on since, but I miss it a lot. I had one when I was in that building when I was on, or no, the uh, we worked in another building, but in the other building on a different floor, I definitely had a space heater. Yeah. I was often cold. Yeah, much colder in the summer, I guess because people, it's hot outside, but you're just like, man, I am dressing for the weather outside. Like, yeah. why are you, why are you, I, I know that we need to cool it down in here. And I appreciate that, like, you know, the sun rises and it gets really hot in the middle of the day and that sort of thing. But holy hell, like, it's so cold in these places. Sometimes. It just really sucks to have to bring a second outfit with you every day. Yeah. You know, or and I, I get so and... tired of wearing the same cardigan every day because I'm cold. Your work cardigan. Ugh, work cardigan. <laughs> it just like ruins all your outfits, basically, and I, covers up all your cute summer outfits. Not I cool. will say, too, um, and I don't know if this is the same in other parts of the country, but this this sort of over air conditioning not only is it prevalent in the workplace for me and maybe for you it extends to public transportation yes. because i will get on the bus sometimes so sometimes in the morning when i'm riding into work on the bus and it's 
like there's a predicted high of like you know 80 degrees yeah before it's even gotten that hot the bus driver's blasting the ac yep he's ready (laughs) he's just (laughs) worried about the coming heat (laughs) (laughs) what is even happening right like why am i I have no problem telling them to turn down the ac really well that doesn't surprise me i will totally do it i've also had to ask them to turn down the heat because sometimes they're blasting the heat and everybody's just like sweating reverse reverse that whole thing in the winter time when everybody's bundled up and waiting for the bus they're i mean it's great to walk on a bus and be warmed and like oh this is nice but remember like you when it's crowded yeah and it's crowded and then they're just like blasting it you're like i'm gonna throw up and they're (laughs) you will throw up (laughs) and they're not feeling it because they're opening the door every like four feet to blast in the cold air and let more people on they need like little like little temperature bubbles in the driver's seat so that they're always at their perfect temperature. They do. And then like, I don't know how they would regulate the rest of the bus, but people not. like me who are yelling, turn down the heat. I <laughs> do you really yell that. at them? I have done that. Yes. Well, I'll Shit. say, please. I'll say, can you please turn down the heat? But I will indeed do that. I can't just stand there and like want to die for like a 20 minute bus ride. What's I the can. point? You might as well say something. And every time the bus driver has complied so really? totally worth it to speak up in my f- opinion damn I have, I have never tried that and probably never will i'll just stand there in agony <laughs> try it next time i'll either stand there like it's with sweat dripping down my brow and being like I'm gonna pass <laughs> ruining your expensive or, bra <laughs> yeah, exactly exactly that <laughs> or like or like so freezing that my neck goes stiff and i'm like i don't want to <laughs> it's your own fault Suffering. jenny you gotta speak up it's true. it's true well we can't speak up at work so we just have to silently freeze and do it's things true. like wear slankets and, and it's funny too like i mean i remember when we worked on the same floor together um there the one side of the floor got afternoon um afternoon sun yeah and the other side didn't. Yep. And afternoon sun people, there were like crazy arguments on that side of the floor yes. where like one person who loved warmth was like yep. freaking out, like, don't turn on the AC. And the other people were like, I'm dying. It's so <laughs> hot. The sun is blasting in here. <laughs> so maybe there's just no, I don't know. Maybe it's not fair to blame men necessarily. Maybe there's just no goddamn happy medium. Yeah. I mean, it's all about the time of day and stuff too, but that's why I just... <laughs> Stock up on the accoutrement to yes. regulate my own heat. But no more space heater. No, sadly. I'll turn it on again if I'm desperate, but I'm going to try really hard to remember to turn it off. I should get you some oh. of those little uh, pocket warmer things, you know, like, like that you crack and you shake. You know, somebody gave me those once, actually. I didn't, like, love it. They, no. I don't know. It was only, like, a tiny little bit of heat, and I wanted to just be able to put my entire body inside of it, and I couldn't do that. I think you should just go full leisure and like bring not not a slanket, but just a goddamn robe and like crazy just ass walk around with like and just a shawl around robe. the floor and be like, it's, yeah, go into meetings and be like, it's goddamn cold in here. I'll have a little muff for my hands <laughs> and like a Russian fur hat. That's really good. That's my that's gonna be my look for July. Like it's it. my plan. That's good. I think, I think it'll be adapted into like you know winters winter uh outfits for everyone i love that i'll start new trends speaking of trends okay yes um our um, next um, and final topic is um just some of the clothing trends or shoe trends or whatever trends they may be fashion related trends that we are digging on or not digging on yes you go first i will start um a trend that I am mega digging on as a tall girl is flare jeans Ooh. and flares of all sorts. Love a flare. Can um, I just say a, a tall girl with a very lithe figure? <laughs> I, you know, I'm curvy girl. though. I'm curvy. Yeah. I mean, you got a nice butt, but I'm just saying like well, your you. stomach is like nice. It like, depends on what I've eaten sh- that day, but <laughs> um. But so I'm totally digging the flares. If I could transport back in time and just like live in the 1970s, I probably would. So I'm really (laughs) digging that the 70s are like definitely happening right now. The thing that I'm not loving is the cropped flare. And that is like a hugely important fashion trend right now. And like I'm seeing it everywhere. It's just like huge. And I can't, again, as a tall girl, I just can't get 
down with that because I am so used to like my entire life pants being too short for me. So to intentionally wear a flare that is like mega high water just feels wrong. And are you thinking when you say crop flare, do you mean so like I've seen some like I love a culotte, but that's more that's more like fluid sort of fabrics. But yeah, I mean a straight up flare, like something that goes in at the knee and and is fitted more fitted through the thigh and the knee and then like bells out a little bit. Yeah, I don't cropped. think I don't think that's really super flattering for anybody it's except not. models. Yeah. Like for someone of my height, so I'm like, well, I like to say that I'm five six, but my boyfriend says that I'm more like five four. Um, he measured me with we'll a say laser. Five, five. Okay, thanks. Um, but for someone like me, I think, and even like you know, we, we've talked about how I have like pretty, I have pretty slim calves and like skinny ankles. You do. Like, even somebody like me, like, I don't think it's super, it cuts you off in a weird place. And, and the, the flare aspect is a little bit odd. Um, I don't, I don't, again, like I said, I, I like a culotte, like I like a wider culotte or like even like when we're talking about denim, like even like a wider cut sort of denim that's cropped. Yeah. Um, I think those look cute. Yes. But a cropped flare is, is kind of rough. It's, it, it's funny because in the late 90s, I like wore pretty exclusively I wore like boot cut ankle length jeans yes all the time and that's a little bit what this makes me think of and when I see pictures of myself from then I'm like ooh, I don't know and I was like how long were they going how what do you mean what like when you say ankle length do you mean like were they hitting your shoes or were they above they were just above they were a little bit high water oh yeah that's like borderline this yeah, it was. It's pretty similar. I, I know that the stuff now is a little more extreme in the crop. Like yeah. it's a little higher than that. But, um, but yeah, I I wore that. Like not in any sort of. I I don't know. Every time I think about what I used to wear, I'm like, even like several years ago, I'm like, damn girl, clueless. Maybe that's just <laughs> what people do. I don't know. Maybe that's just what I do. I but, have um, a theory that part of the reasons things like crop flares are become such a trend is merely because they are difficult to pull off and so the girls who can pull them off are like super proud of the fact that they can and so they're rocking them and along those lines another trend that i am not down with that i also think is hard to pull off are mules well those are just fucking hard to walk in exactly they're not only hard to walk in but they also like they're not doing anything for your legs or you know like they're not they cut you off at a weird part on your foot and if they're flat, which is the coolest way to wear them right now, like a flat mule, like Gucci style mm-hmm. is, is just not, there's nothing like attractive about that. It look they just look like bedroom slippers, which again, like you're saying, like the type of woman that's pulling them off, it's a whole, it's the whole attitude. You know yep. what I mean? It's sort of, of like, like, I'm cool enough. I can wear my slippers out. Yeah, I don't, I'm cool I don't, enough. My jeans don't need to be long enough. <laughs> <laughs> or like, I don't need. So like when I'm looking for shoes, like to sort of diverge for a second, like, yeah, I am. We've probably talked about this. I am 100 percent or almost close to that comfort shoe woman. And Me I too. spend I will spend hours looking for cute, cool comfort shoes. Yes. So when you wear something like a mule, like a flat mule, that's pretty tough to walk in, in terms of like walking to work, taking the bus, da 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 da. It sort of, it it sends this message that you don't have to do those things. So then yeah. it it within that it's like, oh well, I live a life of luxury. You know, I Ugh. don't have to. Which I mean, you know, it, it, lots of clothing trends are sort of based on that kind of shit. You know. I but, guess, but like in my mind, I don't care how luxurious my life ever gets. Like. I need all of my shoes to enable me to, to potentially run from a predator if I need to. <laughs> That's like part of the like how I decide whether to buy a shoe or not. Like, could I That's maybe run in this if I needed to? Hmm. That's what you look for in the bullets. Yes, basically. And Easily speaking of comfort shoes, I bought some Eileen Fisher sandals today and they're amazing. <gasps> you did? Yes, they're amazing. Did you buy the strappy ones? Uh, the ones with the crisscross strap. Yes. Yes, ma'am. I did. Those, and they are those the, are the most ones that supple suede ever. Dude, were those which color? Black. Nice. Those were the ones that um the woman whose name I'm totally blanking on. She was super sweet. She was at Christina's party, 
Um, oh. And she had those. Yeah, everybody has them. I like our friend Allie, who designed our cover art actually for our podcast. Yes. She has them too, and I she's the first person I saw wearing them, and I was like, I'm not going to get them because she has them. But th- then I tried them on, and I was like, Oh yes, I am definitely owning these sandals. I feel like everybody and not in the bathroom sense. Let Gilly do that. <laughs> No, just kidding. Gilly's, Gilly's, Gilly's a cat. cat. Just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I feel like um, so many of our friends who share, share similar fashion sensibilities, like like Elena, like there was this shirt that I bought a while ago at the Gap or something like a couple years ago, and it was like super, super sale. It was just this white cotton sort of like kind of billowy, but not like romantic billowy, like modern minimalist shirt. Yeah. And she, I wore it to work and she was like, holy shit, what is that? And I told her and I'm like, they, they still have some. And she was like, do you mind if I get the same shirt? And I was like, hell no, girl. Yeah, go for it. Like, get it. I hope we wear it on the same day. I don't give a shit. But yeah. Did you I ever? Think, I don't think we ever wore it on the same day. Okay. Um, but, um, but yeah, I feel like a lot of our friends are very open to, to being like, yeah, we're the same thing. I don't care. Yeah. I'm like totally just today, this woman, you know, those, um, I, bought those these fit this is hilarious i bought fit flop shoes recently comfort sandals which they years ago came out with some kind of hideous and they still make some shoes that i'm not super into aesthetically but um they came out with some hideous sort of sandals that were supposed to like you know like strengthen your calves but they out of all of this yeah total bullshit but out of all this they have these super comfortable insoles or soles and i bought these i think really cool like bright shiny silver with white like yeah. sporty soul um and like i've gotten so many compliments when we went dancing on saturday someone was like i can't stop looking at your shoes what Aww. are they someone at work today was like oh my god they're so shiny i love them and cool. i'm just like i sent her the link i'm like buy some get some i don't yeah, care man, for the love. <laughs> exactly totally. um well you and our friend leslie already have like identical wardrobes anyway <laughs> Too. <laughs> so weird. And, and you know that when I you lo- you should send like her a link to those fit flops. I bet she would love them. She probably would. I should send them. Oh, to her. you she totally like should. You know she would like I'll them. Do- I'm gonna write this down right now. Send, <laughs> send Leslie fit flops. Send Les. Yeah, <laughs> I really am writing it down. Um, you should. Um, okay, so another trend that makes me uncomfortable. Well, I'll say another one that I like, and then I'll say the one that makes me uncom- uncomfortable. And the one that I like, but that is, mm, I'm starting to get a little bit too much of it like I'm seeing it too much everywhere and I'm sort of wondering if maybe I don't want to participate as much anymore because it's like starting to become ubiquitous off the shoulder tops and dresses this brings us full circle to the bra thing oh yes it does I I can't wear those (laughs) I'm sorry it's okay I you know and I probably I appreciate that you're probably just like "Eh, I don't want to do it anymore but I see women doing it still wouldn't no dude i do not feel safe in those. No. I, I just feel like everything's going to just come jumping out. <laughs> I mean, I realize Attack I haven't Jenny's really boobs. placed my face in it yet, but I just, I don't know. It seems, I, ah, makes me uncomfortable. Yikes. I need something holding, holding everything in. I feel you. But, um, sorry, that was a little too, <laughs> a little too descriptive. But, um, but no, I see women wearing those and i'm like oh look at your shoulders you look so sexy and pretty and yeah. I'm just like i can't do that it's it's cute i don't know it's starting to become like everywhere though like i see them on the yeah. street i'm seeing them in every store every store has their own version it's almost just getting to be too much you know it is well but and then that's because that is probably because it is a way to add like a little bit of like unexpected sex appeal to your outfit without it's new. You know yes. what I mean? It's not like it does feel like new. A, it does feel new. And it's not like a leger dress where, yeah. you know, it's super like, oh, my God, sex in the city from like 15 years ago. Right. Really does. You know what I mean? Like it feels like f- a little bit more modern, a little bit fresher way to sort of show a new a new spot of skin, you know, yeah. and, and like shoulders are lovely. Like, you know, it, it's a it's a very sort of like unexpectedly sort of sensual thing to show off. Totally. Um so I I get it. I just it's never anything I'm ever gonna wear. I would look like 
Do you know how they, is it like, like sort of like Spanish ladies that like from olden times yes, that wear definitely. those kind of like with a ruffle? Pirate-y? Yes. With the mm-hmm. ruffle. That's what, that's what I would look like in one of those, except with glasses. Oh, I think you'd be pretty. Ugh. It's too much <laughs> with, with, with my boobs and the curly hair. It's too much. I mean, just, I think it would, I, it would depend. Maybe like sans ruffle, it, it would be cute, but, um, so I have one that I bought a dress recently that isn't off the shoulder and I do plan on wearing it to like some sort of event at some point. I wore it to um, the bridal shower that I had a couple weekends ago um, and I do want to wear it a few more times this summer. I felt a little bit like ex- exposed in it, a, a little nakedish. I have I'm like long everywhere. So like even just like my chest and like shoulders, the amount that was exposed just felt like mm-hmm. a lot, you know. I can see um, that, yeah. Yeah, it just felt like a lot versus like a shorter person who it might only be a few inches. But um, okay, so the the last one that I was going to touch on and I want to hear some of yours is yeah. I have, I know this is, I'm not sure if this is, eh, it's sort of a trend. I've been seeing it around, but it's it's a thing that a lot of fashion people get into that like pushes past my comfort zone. And that is wearing black and navy together and cream <laughs> and white together. I am just so conservative when it comes to my color palettes. It's so funny. Oh. Do you remember we went to a party like last month and I showed up and I was wearing a navy top and black jeans and I was I kind can't of like, handle it. Check it out. I need more contrast. Um I will I will say that I still have problems with cream and white. I haven't gotten to that level. It's a yet. pretty that's a pretty advanced state of mind to get to. It is advanced. I don't feel like I need to get there anytime soon. It's just I feel there's just uncomfortable tension there, you know? <laughs> oh, it it's just like the cream makes the white look dirty or maybe it's vice versa. Or, vice versa, yeah. I don't know. I, and then the white and the black I, makes it look I'll, like the person got dressed in the dark and couldn't tell that one of them wasn't the other color and You mean the you mean the blue the navy and the black? Or the navy and the black, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there is that there is that chance, but I of the navy and the black making it look like you got dressed in the dark. But I, yeah. as long as I did it on purpose, I will say if I've, there's been times before where I like grabbed a pair of tights and I thought they were black and they were navy, and then I was wearing them with something. I was like, no, I would freak out. <laughs> exactly. I, you know, I was like, why do I even own navy tights? <laughs> in fact, that may have been when I think there was a few years ago when I like I used to wear like colorful tights. Yeah, you know different color tights I think like a few years ago I just called the tight drawer I was like fuck this shit yeah I remember I, when you, I, think I remember when you would wear some colorful tights yeah. like yellow or yellow or I think red. I had some minty I had some minty green ones yeah. like sort of colorful sage. tights was they were like a big thing though for a while there I used to have a lot of them too it was a thing for yeah. sure but now like both of us really our color like, our palettes are just like super super neutral so, yeah, that's what I was going to talk about. Like, so first of all, I was going to sort of say like, and I, I think I posted something about this on Facebook recently where I was like capsule collections, like wearing a capsule, you know, having a capsule collection of your own is great, except yeah. that weekend I ate a ton and then I went to put on like some pants and I was like, no, <laughs> they weren't really fitting. And since I got rid of so much shit, I didn't have a lot to wear. Um, but I, I'm finding and and you talked about this sort of the antithesis of this recently, but I'm finding that I, I gravitate towards just a lot of neutrals, like not a lot of color. Me too. Um, And, and I know that it's a little bit boring, but it, it makes it easier to get dressed in the morning. It does. Um, I'm a huge fan of wearing all black. And I know that sounds super like, Oh, fashion lady, New York, you know, but it's, it's easier for me. It also, this is so practical and sad it doesn't show dirt it doesn't show sweat I am like I I, like when it's cold I sweat when it's hot I sweat and I'm like (laughs) seriously like I have this beautiful sort of lilac vintage like washed silk blouse that I would love to wear and every time I look at that thing I think about the air conditioning in the office the air conditioning on the bus if I'm going to be hot outside or if I'm going to be cold outside because no matter what there's a high probability that I will sweat and I just think of that shirt and like pit stains and I'm like nah I can't wear you I want you to wear that shirt it sounds beautiful it is beautiful maybe I'll just give it to you um okay but (laughs) okay that's fine you actually look really good on you I should probably just give it to you um (laughs) but no like and black like prevents that you know it's 
And I maybe it's boring. Maybe some people think it's boring. Some people think it's chic. I think it's it, chic. For me, it's it's it chic is the added bonus. Mostly yeah. it's like practical, you know, and easy. And then just looking for silhouettes that are more modern, but potentially like black or occasionally white. Yeah. Um, and like you know maybe when the two combine and like marled sweaters or stuff like that. Love that. Like, I have basically stopped wearing white. Like I, that it, it's still a big trend. It was even huger last year. Like I know that white is really major right now, but I just can't really go there. I get it all dirty immediately. And totally then I'm sure. sad and I spend a fortune at the dry cleaner and I just can't, I can't do it anymore. I can't, I'm sorry to the color white. I think the only white that I wear maybe are like tops and even that pretty limited. Even that is brave because like eating lunch, I don't know. I'm not that tidy. (laughs) I'm surprisingly, I'm surprisingly tidy with lunch, but now that I say that I'll probably wear something and get shit all over me. Um, (laughs) Own that shirt. Exactly. Oh God, Mary. (laughs) Sorry. I keep bringing a full circle in a really disgusting way. It's okay. It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. Um, So, so something that I, that I hate, and we talked about this recently and it sort of like spurred the whole, like, let's talk about shit. We, this is a, this is a, this is a totally off, off base sort of maybe fringe man trend. It's not really a trend. It's just something I just got to say, I hate utility kilts. Ugh. Can I just put that out there? I know, I know that there are probably people who are like, come on, man, like gotta let the boys breathe. I'm bleh. It's just because there's Whatever. it's a certain kind of guy who's gonna wear he, that, and that guy is usually just a prick. Or David Duchovny. Do you remember I sent you that picture? <laughs> yeah, but you know he's a prick too. Yeah, I think he probably is. I've never heard an interview with him in which I thought like, oh, he's so sweet. No, he's kind of a prick. He did go to rehab for sex addiction. I'm I sorry. Know. I mean, but I was I was trying to be I was trying to be kind and be like, you know, it's an addiction. Uh, yeah but you know the californication show it was probably oh, no, like, I know. not it's that like, far off from his real life i've seen a couple episodes i was like this feels <laughs> a little weird this is like watching eyes wide shut with uh, nicole kidman and tom cruise like, right sense, totally they were actually made. yeah creepy yeah, just like i don't know if i should be watching this um yeah i just you know so <laughs> i never liked them before like I was never into utility kilts. I, like if you're Scottish, great, and you're right. performing in some sort of Scottish themed whatever, fantastic. Good on you. Wear your kilt. But um, but we went roller skating. Pretty sure you were there a few years ago. Um, it was the night that our friend Adam got sassed by that little teenager. Oh yeah, James. I was there. Yeah. So anyway, um, I was skating, and there was this guy who was like a really really ace skater like super good had the moves but he was wearing a utility kilt while skating and I remember we were going around the rink and I kind of look over and this dude is like skating by me and he's doing like this crazy squat like a plie like a ballerina does where his legs are like splayed apart and his like knees are bent and he's like squatting down in this utility kilt like and I was just like (laughs) this is the one of the worst things I've ever seen like I probably the look on my face was just like oh no you should have like somehow like tripped him or like thrown something in front of him just to humble that man (laughs) all i could think was like he's probably not wearing anything under there no i think that's part of the deal he was probably not even doing that to show off but just to like stretch things out down there (laughs) he's like get that ac up in that (laughs) so that is vile I i just had to like on the record just express how much I, and you know what? It's a Seattle-based company, Utilikilt. Oh, yeah. I guess Born we're not supporting Seattle. that local business. <laughs> no, I'm not. If they close their stores down in Pioneer Square, well, I mean, I don't want to ever send anyone out of business because yeah. I'm trying to be a nice person. But um, I'm yeah, sure they're doing very well online. Oh, they're doing just fine. <laughs> Definitely doing just fine. <laughs> <laughs> Oy, well, should we wrap things up? Sure. Um, okay, so... Thanks for listening again. Yes, thank you. To our podcast of mostly intelligent thoughts. Um, and Some of them. There were a, there were a couple, maybe yeah, two or we, three this episode that we were intelligent. Kept, we definitely kept reverting to the poop theme, but <laughs> as anyone who knows me knows, I will almost always talk about poop Love at it. some point in the conversation. Keeping it real, Jenny Yule. 
Not at work, though. Not at work. <laughs> um, so we'd like to thank a few, couple people, couple few people. Uh, first of all, um, Wimps, Seattle band Wimps. They they wonderfully allow us to use their awesome music as our theme. They're so awesome. Um, they're great. And you can check out more of their music at thesewimps.com. And then Allie Crichton, who we mentioned earlier. She's a stylish young lass. And she does our artwork. And you can check out her stuff at alleycrichton.com. That's A-L-L-Y-C-R-E-I-G-H-T-O-N.com. Um, and please subscribe to our podcast. We would love to keep you updated with more episodes. Um, and if you can, give us a good review if you don't like it just don't say anything also um, (laughs) if you don't feel like writing's your forte just throw us some stars we would appreciate that too we'll take it um and then this is something new that we're trying if you have suggestions about stuff we should talk about Mm -hmm. um feel free to email us um our email is unsolicited dot jenny j-e-n-n-y dot mary m-a-r-y at gmail.com um we want to hear from you yeah we do want to hear from you it would be fun not not like hate mail or anything or not like i mean we'll even take some of that it would be interesting i'm a little little concerned about getting shit from like the the u.s association of utilicilters but (laughs) it could happen but other than that you know maybe Maybe not utilicilt lovers, but <laughs> but yeah, let us know ideas that you have for stuff we should talk about. And um, we're also working on potentially more interviews with cool, cool people that yeah. we are lucky enough to know and who want to talk to us about shit. So yeah, thanks for listening. Yay. I'm Jenny Yule. Bye. Bye.